Guys, my name is Alex, and you're listening to the Thousand Movie Project podcast. Uh, this, and you're listening to the first episode in a couple weeks. And the reason there hasn't been an episode for the past couple weeks is just is, is because I've just been mired in working on Cuba Fruit, which is the book that I started last year. It's nearly done, and I've been saying for a while now that the book is nearly done. And when I say that, I promise I'm telling the truth. It's just that. It always means something slightly different, but to give you a more solid perspective on like where I am with the book, I cannot imagine myself working on this in the last week of February, or or certainly not into March. And I've said shit like that in the fucking past, but I really am pretty much close to being done done with this whole fucking thing, which will be wonderful. It'll, It'll be a complete mitzvah, and I cannot wait to celebrate that with you by just fucking talking to you more. And so I'm saying that, like, yes, this is the first episode in a while, but I don't even know if you want to call it a proper episode, because all I really want to do is riff. I've been noticing in in my, just in the course of my daily life, like, all this shit comes to mind, and I'm teeming with things that I want to talk about, but there's no one I can really say this shit to. Usually because it's just super meandering and, like, very, very navel-gazy. Like, recently, not long ago, I was I was out and I was doing a meal kind of thing with people whom I adore, and I, I believe that the affection is reciprocated, but I found over the course of the meal that I really didn't have anything to say. And it's not that there was nothing going on, nah, there kind of isn't anything going on in my life except working on the book and reading books that inform the book that I'm working on. It's just that I could tell, given the things that they were telling me about their life at the moment, and their concerns and their interests, when I then took inventory of the things that were on the tip of my tongue, I was like, this has no place. I should not mention this. I'm, I should, there's no reason for me to be mentioning to the people at this table who have full-time jobs and varied commitments and spouses and children, no need for me to talk about the fact that I just rediscovered Predator 2, and it's better than I remembered. Another thing that was popping up, it, the, the, reason, the thing that really compelled me to get on the mic today is because I was on an escalator on Brickle, and you know, everyone is wearing, I was looking at coats. I wanted to talk about coats. It is like 50 degrees in Miami, and so everyone is breaking out their winter wear. Everyone is in fur and boots and just ela- scarves and elaborate hats. And I keep noticing people's coats. They're very nice coats, and I want to be like, hey, that's a nice coat. But I don't say it. I never say that to anyone. I never compliment anyone's coats, even though I imagine they would like to get that kind of compliment. But I, for some reason, and I do think I'm, I'm correct in leaning this way, I always feel like the compliment will be seen as weird. It doesn't seem like it's gonna come across as the kind of compliment that does not have baggage. Like, I would certainly not say that to a woman because I feel like it's gonna sound like I'm hitting on her. The other thing that I just, I like flat out hard stop, never compliment women on is perfume. Even though I'm routinely like, someone walks by, even if I know them fairly well, and I'm like enchanted by the perfume that just sort of, you know, passed me a couple seconds after they did, it just never, ever, ever seems appropriate to compliment someone's perfume. Anytime I'm I'm complimenting someone's, some woman's perfume, I feel like I'm saying like, You smell good. Can, Can you let me taste your hair? I always feel like a fucking goblin when I'm telling someone that they smell good. It seem, it doesn't seem that much different than like saying to a woman, "Hey, your 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 car keys t- 
taste great. I feel like the woman's just gonna say, why are you smelling me, Alex? Why are you taste why are you tasting my car keys? And I feel for some reason that I can say that here on the podcast because the only people who are going to listen to that kind these kinds of anxiety riffs whatever is people who who are doing so out of their own volition. My relatives, my friends, my colleagues, my girlfriend, they don't really need to be subjected to this. They enjoy my company, they don't really need to be subjected to every thought that I'm having. And I and I feel but I feel like they will subject themselves to it. They will feel obliged to listen because I happen to be, you know, I don't know, picking up the tab or something. You know what? I don't feel this kind of apprehension when I'm working at the bar. And I think it's indignant, like indignation and pride. Like because I am, I resent the fact that I am there serving beer and pizza rather than being at my apartment working on my book. I just say whatever crosses my mind to anyone who is sitting alone. If they seem to be inviting conversation, and most of the people who come in for a solitary drink do seem interested in conversation, open to it at the very least, then I will just say whatever I want. And I find that most people are receptive because they just want to be stimulated and they just want some sort of fleeting conversation and company for the duration of their drink. Although, okay, there is one thing I, there's one thing I need to stop bringing up. It's not something I, that happens all the time, but like, avoiding politics, avoiding religious kind of topics. Like, for instance, I don't want to get political here, and I, but I'll, I'll say this, and you can glean from this statement whatever you, whatever you can about my political affiliations, but here it is. I don't think horse dewormer is a good substitute for the coronavirus vaccine. Now, is that, is that opinion something that matters at all when it comes to the people to whom I serve beer and pizza? It is. It doesn't matter. I should not be talking about this. I should never be talking about this. But there is a regular, and he and I, who comes in all the time, and we get along really well. We talk about movies. We talk about life in in general. We have a very similar sensibility. But somehow, but anyway, somehow he mentioned that he tends to. Okay, he went on. He started going on at length about the fact that when it comes to treating COVID nineteen, he is less inclined to trust the medicine for COVID-19 than he is a gigantic pill that banishes parasites from equine patients. And I said, why do you think that? It was like 6 p.m. and I had no reason to be upset. I was just in a funk, I guess. And he, so he told me that and I was like, why do you think that? And he said, I know like three people who like, they got the vaccine and then they just fucking like died, like, like shortly afterward. And I said, name them. Who, what are their names? Because I've heard this line of argument in the past, and I think it's bullshit. And he was like, okay, yeah, I don't know them personally. It's like friends of friends, but, like, I can show you. On Instagram, they're, like, grieving these people. So, and I said, okay, you have heard of three people. You don't know them firsthand, and you don't know what else they were suffering. So you don't, and invariably, they interrupt, and they say, no, no, this person was perfectly fine. They went in, they got the vaccine, started feeling bad next day. Pero me dice que no. It doesn't work like that. You cannot tell me on the one hand, that you don't know their name, and then immediately thereafter pretend that you are, like, intimately acquainted with their medical history. You're not. What you're telling me is that you have heard stories of three people maybe having complications from the vaccine, but for some reason you're allowing those 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 very foggy outliers to influence your perception of the vaccine, which incidentally is coursing through the veins of almost everybody in this restaurant. I got the vaccine, and you know what? My dick got bigger! Everything is fine! Better than it was in the past. And I don't know why I pursue that line of inquiry because I hate talking about the fucking coronavirus. But you know what? Turn that light on myself. Why do I do it? I understand why it comes up in conversation. It's a global pandemic. Third year of it. 
But why do I engage? It would be so easy to veer the conversation in another direction. Speaking of which, I had the weirdest customer I've ever had at the bar this past Saturday. For one thing, he came in with an older guy, early 60s I would say, and his shirt was unbuttoned to the sternum, and like his chest hair was frothing out, and he seemed proud of it. And one of the things that seemed like a red flag of weirdness is that he had a briefcase. Not a lawyerly briefcase, but like a briefcase that I would say people used when they were leaving their spouses covertly in the middle of the night on a Tuesday in the 50s. And yes, the faux leather square, br squarish brick that you are imagining is exactly what I'm talking about. This dude came up to the bar and he like, he tossed his thing, his, his briefcase onto the counter. And when that thing hit the bar and I heard little things clattering around on the inside and this dude went for the latches, I was like, oh boy, this man works for the apothecary. He's gonna show me what medical wonders he has found in the magical elixir he has milked from spiders. And sure enough, this man opened his briefcase and it was weird. But the first thing that happened is he was like, hey, <laughs> and he had this big smile, like a goofy smile that was unwarranted for a fucking Saturday afternoon. And he was like, oh, hey, I come here all the time, which I don't believe because I've never seen him before. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm here all the time. I never met you. And I'm like, yeah, that's weird because I'm also here all the time. Anyways, the dude was like, hey, can I get a beer? And I'm not going to do the whole beer list for you, but just to give you an idea, a simplified idea of how this transpired, the dude goes, hey, what kind of beer do you got? And I said, we have Corona, Heineken, and Stella. And so he's looking at the display over my shoulder, and he's smiling, and he's nodding, and he goes, huh, all right, uh, we have, a, we have a Blue Moon. And I was, and I said, Blue Moon was not an option, sir. We have Heineken, Stella, and Corona. And he, and he, the guy smiles, and he's nodding, and he's smiling, and he goes, okay, okay, I'll have that. And I said, I, you have three options, sir. You can have a Heineken or a Stella or a Corona. And this fucking happened the other day with a pizza. Sorry for the digression, but there, okay, I was working in the, I'm not going to do transition noises because I'm just trying to get this out the door. So these fucking two dudes came in, again, older guys, and so I have a table in my section. It's a six top. And these two dudes sat down and I was like, hey guys, how many in your party? And they were like, yeah, it's just us. Just airing their balls, spreading their knees out, hooking their elbows over the over the, the flanking chairs. Just owning a six-top table as a party of two, which is an obnoxious thing to do, but fine. Happens every day. And so I gave them menus and I walked away and then I came back and I was like, hey guys, can I get you anything? And they're both doing the same sort of popping their shoulders, not making eye contact, trying to look as pointedly uninterested as they can. So I said, hey guys, can I get you a pizza? And they go, yeah, let me get, um, let me get one of you, let me get one of your pizzas. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, uh, there's many, which, what kind of pizza would you like? And then as though they were being like grievously inconvenienced, one of them, the one who said, yeah, let me get a pizza. He picked up his menu and he glanced at it he saw the listing for a margarita pizza, and he goes, yeah, let me get that one. And I was like, fine. Margarita pizza coming up. And I fucking regretted it, because this happens all the time. People are like, yeah, let me get a pizza. Like, they are bothered by the fact that I'm asking them why, what they want from the pizza place. And I, and I vowed to myself at that moment, next time someone says to me, yeah, let me get a pizza, and then they just brush me away, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking go, and I'm going to make the fucking weirdest pizza I can think about. And I hope that they enjoy their fucking egg double extra large pizza with anchovies and dicks on it. Because that's what they're getting because they didn't fucking specify what they wanted. I shouldn't be this mad. Anyways, 
getting back to the oh the thing is i ended up bringing them the margarita pizza and guess what they both hemmed and hawed and they scrunched up their face and they looked at me and they went it's not what i wanted it's not what we thought we were getting Maybe that's because you didn't read the fucking menu. The menu is a contract, and if you order something that is listed on the menu and then you get it, and it's exactly what was listed on the menu and you say, that's not what I thought it was, you shouldn't be able to spend it, send it back. I need to calm down. Okay. Anyways, the manager ended up being like, you know what, we're going to make them the pizza that they thought they were ordering and we're going to give it to them for free and they can take this one home. And I was like, I really would like if you did not do that. And the manager's like, why do you give a fuck? And I was like, because it's fucking principle. And he goes, what principle? We're selling pizzas. You don't give a fuck about this job. And I was like, no, but I have to come here every day. So I feel like it should meet me halfway. I don't know. Fucking stupid. Anyways, this dude won't fucking tell me of a beer on the menu that he will drink. This is the weirdo at the bar with the briefcase. Eventually, I got him the beer that he was willing to drink, and then he goes, hey, hey, yeah, can I, uh, you got something to munch on? And I was like, well, sir, you know what we have at the pizza restaurant is we have pizzas. You say you come here every week. I imagine you're familiar with our menu. It's not a big menu. The guy goes, yeah, let me, um, let me get the, uh, the cheese platter. And I was like, we don't have a cheese platter. Why do you think we have a cheese platter? Have you ever had a cheese platter here before? And he just shrugged and smiled and went, <laughs> I'm just finding I feel such contempt for these people. And they're normal, everyday, friendly people. It's just I have to engage with them in the capacity of figuring out what the fuck they want to eat. And I feel as though people, my friends of mine who are in their 30s who have children, they're like, oh, Alex, you don't know what it's like trying to get this newborn baby to fucking eat a meal. And I'm like, no, I do know what it's like because I try to ask grown adults what they want on their pizza. And I guarantee it is just as fucking difficult. Anyways, I, this dude cannot have a cheese platter, and so he's like, okay, never mind, I'm good. So I walk away, and then I come back to the bar maybe three minutes later, and he's holding a knife. He is holding a knife. And I was like, where'd you get that? And he was like, uh, I just remembered. And then he points at his briefcase, lifts the lid, he had unclasped it, lifts the lid, and he has a brick of, like, fancy cheese. He had just had it. And he was like, I'd forgotten, I just bought some cheese. And then I, when I got closer, I was like, I didn't say this. I just, I let it be because he had a blade. But I was like, in my head, you did not just buy this cheese because it's in a Ziploc bag. Like, the, unless this is the kind of guy, and now you know what? I wouldn't doubt it, that this is the kind of guy who not only goes around with fresh bricks of cheese, but reams of Ziploc bags. Anyways, the dude finishes his beer. He's, he's, he's wrapping up his cheese. And I was like, would you like another beer? And he's like, nah, take the check. And I just... The fact that he came in with a knife, cheese, and uh, an ancient briefcase, ordered things we did not have, claimed to be a weekly customer, and then just, like, fucking paid for his beer and did not tip and left. Anyways, obviously these things are just, like, not until I'm talking about it now, to you. Probably gonna be a wise idea to not post this, I think I will do it anyways. Obviously, I'm like just pulsing with things I need to get off my chest, but I'm not talking about them because I'm just focusing on the fucking book. Happy with the book, glad to be working on it, feel blessed to have this sort of creative pro project and the time to devote to it. At the same time, I feel like I really need to get away from it now and then. Anyways, thanks for listening. I promise, let's not even consider this an episode. Let's just consider this fucking therapy and we'll get back to normal programming, I swear. <laughs> like, first week of February... Thanks for bearing with me. If you are a Patreon subscriber, you have been getting weird things in the mail. Because I realized, 
like there's a bookstore near my job. So I bought a like a fucking stack of stationery and I then I bought like a roll of stamps and I work near a, a fucking post office. So like on in between lunch and dinner, I'll jot like three or four notes and I fucking put one stamp on them and I drop them in the mailbox and I send them to patrons. So if you want regular mail from me while I'm working on this book, just fucking you can become a patron or just message me your 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 mailing address and I promise you're going to get a lot of shit in the mail from me. Anyways, yours truly having a hard time over here. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.